Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Hey, Dan. Hey, or welcome back, folks. <laughs> there he is. There he is. There he is. There he is. So, uh, gorgeous weather. We yeah, finally, finally, yeah. Finally. finally. 75, yeah. 80 degrees, and uh, couldn't be happier about it. No, no humidity yet. Yet. Being yet. the operative word. Yes. So, have a good weekend? I mean, just another weekend. Yeah, there you, you know. go. Yeah, interesting. Still in this wonderful pandemic time, so. Well, it is still whilst a we're giving odd. out a little more frequently, it's just not quite the same. No, not yet, for sure. Anyhow, what are we going to talk about? I mean, I had some really interesting, I was going back through the subjects. <laughs> You're like, here's my list. Here's my list. Of things of to thing, talk about. That, things I think that we need to we need to do. It's a long list. Okay, I won't even go into it. You know, give, give them the highlight reel. Well, you know, <laughs> stolen inventions. Well, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. yeah that'll be like a fun that. topic to cover at yeah. some point. But this one, I came across this article. This was uh, something that was, I guess it was mentioned a week ago, last week maybe, on the, uh, on the public radios. You know, this other thing. So we thought we'd cover another thing. Treasure hunting. I mean, why not? Why not? Why not? It seems to fit with a lot of things. <laughs> you know, what we talk about over here on the 14 questions. Or, you know, we don't care. It's just cool to talk about. So this one, this particular, one particular article I found, it was uh, published in January 2021 and updated uh, January 26th by Helen Parkinson. This is kind of an interesting one. This guy, he's he's done a few of these, but... You know, this is the golden treasure of the, uh, I'm going to get this wrong for everybody that listens in France. So help us out, you know, send me a, send me a pronunciation thing or, or <laughs> give me a shout out on the tweeters at me at Twitter so I can lean in and, and get the, you know, the phonetic. Send, send, send Dan a voice memo with the correct yeah. pronunciation of anything French that he butchers. Yeah. The entree, entree Cordale, I think armchair treasure hunt. This is interesting. I agree. So this fellow, a uh, fairly famous guy, there's actually this, I won't go into all the details right now. We'll, I'll touch on them, a few of them after the break and stuff, but he's hidden a couple of keys in two different countries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to, across the pond, across the channel from one another. Yeah, I mean, you know, it can't be that hard to find. And then other than this one, so this got us thinking and we went down the, went down the rabbit holes and they're just some amazing crazy stuff that goes on and, you know, people being curious, I guess. Yeah. And the world of treasure hunting, it's the allure, you know, it's the adventure. It's, it, it's it the is, romanticism but, of the thing. I think that draws people to it. You know, you go, draws and rumors, but you know, more, the more I read into this and, and obviously after the break, I'll get really into the weeds on this. It, it, it you really got to think this stuff out. Sure. Yeah. Before, right. Like you've really got to think about a lot of things before you, you do something. I mean, this isn't just a simple, you know, hide a couple of things for kids, right? This, this stuff can go wrong. <laughs> it's, it's not an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. Well, and then, and then weirdly enough, um, you were telling me you ran into a fellow and you were, you know, you were talking and it didn't even have a metal detector or something. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is how bizarre it is over here on the 14 questions. So we're teeing, <laughs> we're teeing this up last week. Cause we, you know, we're supposed to do like things like show notes and 
you know, research topics, which we, we do most of the time. Sometimes we just, you know, wing it. But anyhow, this, so Rand and I were already on this topic. Rand is like, I met this guy and he's got this, this, you know, metal detector. And I've, I've known people with metal detectors. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, and apparently it's like the nicest metal detector money can buy. And uh, he's found some interesting things. I won't get into the particular details because, well, some of it is questionable. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, it, you know, but these guys do this. And it's funny, you know, people stumble upon treasure that aren't even looking for, you know, I haven't read several things about like a farmer that lost a hammer in a field okay. and called a buddy. And he's like, hey, you got a metal detector, right? I want to find my tool. It's like my favorite hammer. And so they go swiping the thing through the field and ding and they start digging and then they find like seven million dollars in buried coin you know and it's like these no, accidental I mean, discoveries so i, I had a, a, a fellow i knew years back who had a metal detector and uh you know i'd lost a, a pinky ring of all things you know it was something folks had gotten me years ago and uh, we ended up finding it. I mean, after we found all sorts of really interesting treasure, like, you know, old Coke cans and <laughs> <laughs> pieces of, you know, bailing wire and, and stuff like that. out of a ballpoint pen. But he had found, over the years, he had found a lot of stuff. You know, really nice stuff. Yeah. You know, and I guess people out walking or, you know, there's, well, you can go into the way back trail areas, of, you know, sort of in and around where, where we are and... You know, people on horses and stuff, losing rings and necklaces. Yeah, all kinds. Of, if you know where to look and you have the tools to do so, you know, you can, you can land on some pretty interesting things. And he, he apparently, he, he ended up returning or finding stuff where people are like, oh my God. Because somebody would go like, let's, let's figure out whose ring this is. Yeah. You know. Which is kind of nice. It's a nice thing. Yeah. I mean, this, this, uh, this article that came up actually came through, uh, I guess, NBC News. April 24th. Do you hear about this, this railroad conductor guy? No, I don't believe I did. So yeah, this guy, you know, he's working at Long Island Railroad, whatever. And he, he comes across a bag and he opens it up and there's uh, 36 diamond rings mm. inside of it. That's a good find. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a, it's a bittersweet. I mean, it is, it, uh, the, the fellow that lost these or like, misplaced them got home I can only imagine, like he he tore his house apart. Yeah, I would too. And then he starts <laughs> you know, retracing his steps. You know, I, there's two I lost boxes. a sack full of diamonds. I'd be I'd be a little pissed off with myself. Yeah. So then he's retracing his step. I mean, I can't. I mean, I've freaked out about losing some things. I mean, I've never lost, you know, thirty six diamond rings. Right? It's yeah, not at one time anyway. No, that'd be <laughs> that'd be a really bad day. Um, but yeah, this guy, he he, the the conductor, he, he turned it in. And they, you know, went through the authorities and appropriate people in this guy. And obviously the guy that lost him doesn't want to be identified right now. And surely, yeah. He said he'd, uh, you know, thank the guy for returning the rings and would, uh, eventually they would do a thing for him. Yeah. He should thank him with a pile of cash. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, you know keep, keep what, <laughs> let your wife pick up or, you know, your, yeah. your significant other, your grandmother, I, whoever. I guess I'll make do with 35 of these things. Yeah. Well, I mean, that'd be all for <laughs> you know. but. You know, it just shows people are actually, you know, they still, still some nice people out there. Yeah, definitely. They just don't, you know, take things and go on about their day. So anyhow, you want to jump the break and then we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll dig into a few of these, these interesting 
solved and unsolved things. Sure. Or questionable solved and unsolved. So yes, there's, there's always that element as well. All right, folks, sit tight. We'll be right back. You know, we got to do that from time to time. And at least once an episode. <laughs> at least. Yeah. So where, where, where were we? It's Monday. I can't talk. Oh, getting into the topic of, of treasure hunts. Modern treasure hunts really is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess know, that's a way to put it. We'll touch on it. You were, you were, you, you, before the break, you were talking about the, uh, the, the thing in France. Yeah. Well, it's the UK and, UK and France. Well, so. uh, yeah. Technically speaking. I won't get into all the details. People may have heard about this. If you haven't. You know, go Google a thing. You know, this treasure is worth, uh, I don't know, 650,000 pounds, I guess 750,000 euros, something like that, reading between the... It's a decent, decent chunk of change. And, and he had basically two, the, the two keys, one on... Or the, to have the key. I don't quite understand. It maybe cut it in half, half or yeah, something, something. Yeah. Maybe it's two-ended, double-ended. Like you open one lock, open another lock. Yeah, I didn't get into but that. But one, one is on the UK side and one is on the... France side of the English channel, basically. Is that, is that what I'm understanding? Yes. And well, the whole thing was, I mean, not to, again, I'll go, I'll, I'll touch on this. So, um, this fellow who's, who's doing all of this, um, basically came across this, this, um, this treasure himself at an auction. And, uh, basically what he did is he, he realized the, you know, the provenance of it and the history of it and the fact that, this was a gift and it was, you know, France and the UK weren't getting along a few hundred years ago. Actually, I don't even know if they, you know, today, you know, whatever. I'm just making, I'm just doing fun. Let's stay um, on the politics. So, you know, but the two leaders got along well. And I mean, there's a, just, just a tremendous amount of history behind this thing. Turns out it's real. Yeah. And sort of in this, uh, I guess, gift to everybody like to understand the history of this and the history of the countries and, and Europe and all of this, he decided to go, let's promote this thing, cut a key in half, hide a key, you know, put two keys in one in France and one in the UK. And then apparently is, you know, producing, you know, you can go to their website or Google them and find them. And they, they're, they're doing these books where they're going to hide all the clues and the mystery behind this stuff. And um, basically, I let people go try to figure it out. It's it's not the first time that this uh, this has been done by this particular person. I guess he he also did a looking up my um, do 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 my notes here. So yeah, this uh, this Becker person had done a an owl, a golden owl, which still hasn't hmm. been found. People are still running around trying to figure that one out. Yeah, so, it's interesting, and and this happens. More frequently than you would realize, you know, uh, there's a, currently there's a, a documentary television series. Um, I forget the exact, it's a black beard society, um, but they basically hid $10 million in million dollar increments in I think five or 10 states um, to be found. And so they're, they're doing like this television, almost like survivor type documentary about it. 
But then they're selling maps with the clues and everything else for like $50 on the website. And you're like, hmm, mm-hmm. hmm. And so we'll, yeah. we'll hide a treasure and then profit on the backside. And, you know, another one that's famous and actually happy ending to this one, a guy named uh, Forrest Fenn, who was an art collector and, yeah. and whatnot. And he had hidden years ago, he'd hidden a, a chest full of about $5 million in gold coin and nugget. And then in his memoir, uh, there was a poem alluding to its location, which people sought for years and years. Several people died uh, hunting for his treasure. But that one's actually been found by someone who preferred to remain anonymous, yeah, having that, that become the articles $5 that, million dollars richer. So, yeah, I had come across that one. So um, Daniel uh, Barbarisi uh, wrote an argu- article December 9th, 2020, in Outside Magazine. Um, that's a really peculiar deal with what, what went on there. Yeah, very much so. Because, you know, so many of these things turn out to be hoaxes. Um, you know, it's just, it's a wild goose chase. Uh, and then there's nothing to be found. But the interesting thing about Finn was that he was still alive. And so he actually did an interview, I think it was with CBS, uh, about the whole thing. And it's like, no, this is legitimate. Like somewhere out there, there's a little chest with $5 million or so dollars worth of uh Precious jewels and trinkets, as you know, you're like, okay. Well, in, in the guy, the guy that the the guy that found it, I guess, was also you know, he's a medical student. They don't know a ton about him, which is which is good. I'll get into that in a second. But um, one of the reasons he was sort of intrigued or you know into this kind of stuff was the David Blaine um, mysterious stranger stuff that they did. You'd know more about that. Seems like there's this overlap with the magic community every once in a while in these things. Yeah, I mean, those 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 nerds in that circle tend to be involved in all kinds of different things and unusual activities. Yes, <laughs> you know. So, so for the listeners, they yeah, don't. Blaine's thing, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. I, I I do remember the publication of the book and that they hidden cash or hundred thousand bucks, hundred thousand yeah. bucks, and it was like go go find the thing. Um, and so for the folks that haven't figured this out or listened to an episode or two where I mentioned this, I'll mention again. Um, Brandon has some background in the, the illusion community. I don't know. I don't even know what to call them. <laughs> the What's illusion. the property? What, is there, I hate the pretense of that. Some people are not tricks. They're illusions for afraid. For me, I'd call it what you want, you know, Magic. It's, it's either good or it's bad. You know, I do sleight of hand stuff and you know, that's, that's my jam. Yeah. But these days I well, just do it for myself, <laughs> you know? So we'll, we'll have to show it to the listeners sometime. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I say that facetiously so, because so we do a YouTube podcast, video. but we could do it. Yeah, we can do it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so this is the reason this story, the, 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 this particular story is so interesting is because, so this fellow looks for it. He finds a thing. Allegedly. And then basically goes to Finn, finds a thing, gets closure, his own, what, whatever, right? But, you know, the lawsuits get out there. His name, he finally disclosed his name to this author. The author wasn't oh, pushing really? him for Yeah, apparently. Um, but there was a threat, I guess, after Finn died, that when the lawsuit was going forward, because this, this particular um, person was claiming it was somewhere else, which was w- way far from apparently the state it was found in. Yeah. Um, he was kind of getting worried that his actual name was going to get up and he wanted anonymity, which a lot of these folks do too. It's like you win the lottery and you go, "Mm, I'd rather 
every every idiot I've come in contact with over the years doesn't know I've just won millions of dollars. But the thing is, he had, he, had, he, had, he had like threats. I mean, and I guess the, the other thing he won't do is he won't disclose. Because I guess the, the location was very near and dear to Finn's. There's, there's some yeah. backstory why he doesn't want to disclose the location. And so people are calling him out saying, well, maybe it was a setup. Maybe it, there was never any treasure out there. You know, five people died, maybe more, which is why he he wanted to let everybody know he found it because people had actually died. Stop looking for this thing. It's it's not worth dying over anymore because it's no longer there. Um, Yeah. So this guy's uh, Stuf. I'll throw his name out there because it's in the article. Um, I guess never ended up never going, finishing med school. I forget what the backstory is. He's sitting on a thing. He's trying to closure with Fen's family. I don't know. It's a complicated story, folks. But. It ended up being weirdly disappointing for a lot of folks who were, I guess, really close. So they thought, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just that I'm the guy behind the guy that found it. Yeah. But they, they can't get any closure because he won't tell them where he fucking found it. <laughs> yeah. So I can understand. Which would be for You know, if you spent 20 or 30 years obsessing over a thing, um, because let's be honest, it, it, it draws a certain type of individual yeah. to these little quests. Right. And, uh. You know, some people do it for fun. Some people do it uh, because they're just obsessed with it. You know, they they eat, sleep, drink, and breathe these these treasure hunts. And so to spend half your life or more and then go, hmm. Even a year or two. I didn't, or, I didn't find it, and you know, I'll, I'll never know where it actually was. How close did I get, you know? Well, and even this guy, he admits that he didn't want to tell his, you know, family. He didn't want to tell a lot of people what he was up to because he was completely obsessed you know, it's like his little side obsession. Yeah, they'd be like, like seek some help, man. Like, you're doing what? You're well, doing, you yeah, know this guy? Crazy. So he hid this treasure out in the woods in the Rockies somewhere. It's like basically got to be in five states. They happen to all be huge and packed with wilderness, but it's somewhere out there and I'm going to do this thing, you know? Yeah, but I get it. So it, the, the story, again, that's what I was, you know, I was remarking um, on the break too, that you got to think these things through. I mean, they can go drastically wrong. Yeah. Yeah. On both sides. You know, if you're yeah. going to set one of these up, um, you got to kind of think it through and plan it and think about the locations and the way information will be disseminated. And then, you know, if you're still alive, I mean, you could have a target on your back, you know? Like, oh, it's absolutely. And then, I mean, and then if you're going to attack one of these things, like you research enough and go, okay is this even legitimate to begin with? And then what are the potential perils and pitfalls moving forward uh, in the actual search? Well, and they had to think all this through because it was like, well, maybe they faked it. Maybe he's just showing up with a picture or photo op like, Oh, things been found. Okay. Move on folks. It was return, whatever the story, great yeah. hype or whatever. But yes, yeah, strange. And then sometimes people just stumble onto things supposedly. For, yeah. So for the, for the, what is it? Probably like seven or eight people on in the world right now that have never heard of um, this particular series serial that put out S Town. Mm-hmm. It, it actually might be like eleven people that haven't listened to it. It, it might be. Anyhow, folks, it's call it, it a baker's is, dozen. Thirteen people in the planet hadn't heard of that wonderful, wonderful podcast too. So yeah, it's, un, it's unbelievable. Out. I mean, so so Sarah Koenig over there at Serial. Uh, um, and again, we can touch on this thing. I know it's sort of there. This is the stuff they like to cover. Strange stuff, unsolved stuff. But 
Weirdly enough, tonight when I was looking through my show notes, they actually, you know, they, they touch on some of our topical material <laughs> over here. Folks, so if you want to go visit Serial's site, please do so and look at the FAQs. Look at the last question. Can I use the Serial logo to create my own T-shirt or promote my event? You want to take a stab at the answer? No. No, you can't. Unfortunately, no, you we have cannot. to say no in order to protect our logo. That's a really nice Sorry. way of saying. Don't fuck with our intellectual property. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> not Banksy, okay? Banksy would be like, uh, yeah, as long as you're not making money, I guess you can do whatever. If it's your shirt. Yeah. Yeah, if you're wearing it around, but, you know. Dan, Dan's <laughs> alluding to a podcast we did a few weeks back. We've done a few of them. Copyright. Uh, well, yeah. Theft. Yeah, but. And yeah, the one on Banksy and, and that whole deal. But for like, the, for like the 10 or 11 folks in the planet who have not listened to S-Town or haven't listened to it twice now because I'm about to go on my third binge and listen to it again <laughs> because this is, this is ridiculous. So this, this guy, Brian Reed, who was just, he was just working like with, with Serial and that whole group over there. Yeah, it seems like he kind of got this thrust upon him and really they're like go check had no idea out. what he what what rabbit hole he was about to fall down but how fortuitous for him yeah. i mean uh, it, because it's just even his story behind it like you know he actually got a little scared i mean as you would i would too yeah there's there were some interesting characters involved this, in that whole tale and it's it this whole thing takes place in a you know shit town basically that's town i mean the guy that contacted them is like just go listen to the damn thing if you haven't for the 11 people out there um, and we'll give a big shout out to them. I mean, it's like, it's like one of the most popular podcasts ever, like in the history of anything. Yeah. And, and, and got there really quickly. Um, oh, after yeah, they launched like two yeah. days or something, they had like a 10 yeah, billion absolute cult following for that yeah. thing. But, uh, which, con okay. So this is another, I guess it's an unforeseen consequence, right? Because now, and I'm so excited, folks. And I, you know, maybe they'll reach out and, you know, let us invite us to their preview, right? But apparently they're doing a movie. You know, so for any of you folks over there at Serial S Town or whatever, if you want to invite Brandon and Dan to like a special previewing or something, that'd be cool. Like, I want to, I, mean, yeah. I want to see the damn movie. But this has caused like this frenzy around the world. Like people searching for treasure now and, and <laughs> Google Maps and <laughs> like, let's, let's find this hoard. But, well, and uh, I was and, yeah, and just driving people to travel to the middle of nowhere and what effectively is the deep south of the United States. It's yeah. beyond that. <laughs> it's, well, yeah. I mean, folks, be I would do your I would do your homework like before you show up, right? Because they're gonna be like, hey, you apparently not from around these parts, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's a little. Yeah, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, so, I, I don't want to drop any spoilers about the whole. No whole thing, but well, well worth a listen or two. Oh, and I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how, how excited I will be. I mean, I was excited when they announced it. I'm like, the movie's coming out. And I was like, well, it's going to be a couple of years, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know the film. I'm trying to envision a film version. I think a, a so. lot of it, my understanding, mean, I should have thrown this in my show notes or, but I'm going to say what I thought it was when they first sort of framed it up or teed up the idea. My initial instinct was it's, all the frenzy that's happening. You know what I mean? Like all the yeah. bad, it's the film, but then it's the, it's the story continues. Right. So there's, yeah, there's more no. to that. There's going to be more to this or somebody's going to solve it or not solve it. But 
Yeah, it's hard know. to say, but yeah, it, I'd be I'd be curious. I, I hope the I hope the film version's wonderful, but I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around how they might approach. Well, I guess, and again, it's like you know, S Town and that whole group over there does such a good job. But maybe it's like an author of a book. Like it, once you've really gotten into the the slowness and the in, in the in, in the in depth hours that you can get into listening to a podcast, it's not like to do that in film is going to be hard. I think that's challenging. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so much information, you know, to compress into ninety to three hundred and sixty minutes or so. You know, depending on how long they want to go. I'm just like, hmm. Mm. Hmm. They get some smart people over there, so. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I have faith. I have faith. I in do, them. too. So, yeah, but back to the back, back to the, the whole um, Forrest Fenn story. Again, un, unintended consequences. Like, I, this, people are just weird. You just set them on these things and. Yeah, and they, there they go, you know. Again, what could possibly go wrong, right? Because if you're going to set one of these things up, you actually have, I think you have to think it through a little bit, don't you? I think so. Yeah. Again, in his instance, you know, multiple people died looking for this thing. Um, well, and then there's always going to be somebody that, you know, I, that was mine at one point in time. My, my great, great, great relative that I've found on fake ancestry said they own the thing inside the chest. So it must all be mine. I mean, I can only yeah. imagine because, you know, we yeah. see people over here a lot. And that whole possession is nine tenths of the law and, until there's a lawsuit involved, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but... But it's cool. This fellow, I mean, he wants to, he wants to, you know, obviously wants to make some money off this because he found a thing, but he wants to, from what I could read through the article, he wants it to be in the public sphere at some point in time. So whether or not that's yeah. a gallery or publicly owned, so he's not, you know, private selling or something for yeah. someone to have in their house. He actually wants people to see it and understand the story. Yeah. Which, which is always good because so many, so many of these treasures just get hoarded away, never to see the light of day again, you know. Well, that, and it's kind of, it's kind of nice too. Cause he, 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 I guess he, he had met Ben, but he, he admittedly said, didn't spend a lot of time, but because he had to get inside his head and understand it and go find this thing, he really felt like he knew him. Yeah. So he, he really wants to basically tell that story in this fellow's story. So there's hmm. going to your point, happy ending. I mean, some lawsuits and some other junky stuff around the edges. <laughs> yeah. To be determined. Some right. threats. You know, he doesn't want to disclose. His family's getting, you know, reporters show up in the middle of the night. Who knows what the hell goes on? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Brings a lot of attention upon you and yours, right? I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. By a big barking dog. <laughs> you know, like Teddy. He's making a lot of noise over there. Yeah, he's out of control. I'm just kidding, folks. He's lying on the floor, napping. Because he's done his work for the for the week, which was getting his new bird today. By the way, yeah, Teddy. Teddy got a new toy, the stuffed one, folks. Good for him. Good it's for a fake him. stuffed bird, which he loves. He loves. He We've won't eat. Talked about before. Yeah. yeah, he won't shred those. He'll shred anything else you give him. <laughs> Birds are his friends. It's kind of funny. Anyhow, do you got any other treasure stuff, magic stuff? Uh, not offhand, no. No, I mean it's it's kind of kind of wacky. Because there's a there's been this has been going on for a long time. People, you know, you, you know, humans like this stuff. I guess absolutely, yeah. It's, you know, you know, and I can go out in the woods and come back, you know, wealthy. <laughs> you know, like or die or I mean, die. Yeah, there's been several. I mean, I shouldn't. It's not just S Town. There's some other. There's some other podcasts I listen to. But some of these wacky stories of people going off out of their way to go try to find a thing. I mean, when I say out out of their way, I mean risking life. Yeah. Like scaling things with ropes and 
transversing, you know, down caverns and stuff like that. A little spooky. So, yeah, we, we I you don't got, know. You got to put in the work. Sense. Yeah, exactly. So I guess we'll uh, leave it there. And then maybe if somebody gives, you know, shout at us, you know, if somebody finds half that key. Yeah, there's going to be, there's sure, gonna be yeah. somebody's going to find half the key. That yeah, one, one half will turn up and then it'll be years before the other one does. If at all. If at all. Maybe it's like the, the golden owl thing he did, but no one's been able to find that quite yet. So mm, intriguing, right? We, we should, we should get off of here and go searching. <laughs> maybe. All right, folks. Sit tight. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.